You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Drinks with Johnny podcast, Thirsty Thursday edition, where I'm going to go ahead and make a call back to this week's guest earlier. We had Squeezy Jibs, the online social media personality and ex-fry cook to the stars. Just a very interesting dude all around. One of the most interesting dudes I've, I've seen online and in person. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to know him. I know that he was in the YouTube premiere of this episode just Tuesday night. We were uh, in that live chat going back and forth. Obviously, I've been texting with Squeezy and uh, making sure he's all good. He's been out on the road doing his tour uh, and hitting up uh, different uh, VidCons around the country. Um, I know you can find more of his uh, shows coming up maybe in your town by heading over to his uh, .net or just heading over to all his uh, social medias, which is uh, Squeezy for Real, I believe. Squeezy Jibs for Real. Um, I'll ask him again here in a second what it was and uh, what he's been up to. As I said, we usually do these follow-up calls on Thursdays to this week's guest. Uh, we, we actually, that episode that dropped on Monday was recorded a few weeks before. So we want to make sure we, we give a call back and see what's been what's been good since then to now and uh, everything in between. So yeah, let's give uh, uh, let's give Squeezy Jibs a call here and see what he's up to on this very wonderful Thursday morning. What's good, homie? Hey, Squeezy. How are you, my friend? I'm good. What's uh, What are you up to, dog? Oh, just waking up here on a Thursday morning and uh, doing a follow-up call. I know that you were in the, the YouTube chat for uh, for our video premiere uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, I, I, I was so happy that you were, uh, were able to take the time to hop in and say hi to some of the Drinks with Johnny fans in there. Um, how did you find the video once you finally were able to uh, look back at it? Uh, obviously there was some like weird moments that like you know my kind of brain just got stuck on and I'm not gonna like you know 
to elaborate, but um, you know, I obviously I make videos, you know, so I'm used to seeing myself um in video form, so right. it wasn't too jarring. But yeah, I mean, it was good. You know, like I like straight up because I I haven't been on YouTube in a long time, so I didn't even know that you could um do like a premiere and chat. At the same time, like when everybody walks in at the same time, and that was actually pretty sick, homie. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, man, it's it's something that we uh, started doing uh, kind of mid last season. Someone told me it was it was possible, and I was like, oh, that's cool—a way to interact with the fans while they're watching for the first time, or or at least some of them. And uh, I thought the the feedback was pretty positive. I mean, there's a couple people in there that were a little rude, but. But for the most part, uh, you know the the fans in the live chat and since then have been really positive. They 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 are loving this crossover, man. Yeah. Okay. So about that, uh, what was that one person like crispy chips or crispy cakes or something that said my that they didn't like my face? Some shit like that, man. I don't know. I it, I I don't remember what the what the username uh, was on that or the tag, but uh, yeah, someone said they didn't like your face. I was like out of the shit up. Yeah, they straight up like, I hate that dude's face. I was like, damn, homie, like the whole thing? Mm. Yeah, they were not very specific. Like, and, and that just seems like, I don't know, like you shouldn't be able to say that in these days. That's like face shaming, you know? Like, I, I mean, you could, yeah. I mean, you can say whatever you want, but like, I mean, that's just, that's like, a, I mean, that's like saying like, I hate, you know, that's one step before, like, I hate this person's entire body, like. I mean, I get it if you're, like, looking at my nose and you're, like, I don't like the bulge or, like, you're looking at my um, eyebrow and you're, like, those eyebrows look like caterpillars. But, like, just, you know, I hate that dude's face. I mean, that's that's a lot of um, hate, homie. It is hold on one second. I'm, I'm, hold on one second, Johnny. I'm uh, dealing with some, uh, a little bit of blood at the moment. Give me oh. one second, homie. You're bleeding? Uh, I, ho I, hope, I hope it's okay. Yeah, it's just, you know the thing, like, uh, so I was eating uh, chocolate earlier, and I could have sworn, homie, that this was just a, a piece of dried up chocolate on my fingertip, but I guess it was a scab, and, oh. you know, but I didn't figure that out until I started uh, picking at it with my teeth, and so I just got to clean it up a little bit. Give me one second, dog. <laughs> so you're telling me you had a scab, so Squeezy, you had a scab on your finger, you thought it was chocolate, and you started to bite it? I thought it, it was chocolate. Yeah, so I was, you know, just, you know, you had, like, delicious food left over on your fingertips, tips, you're gonna, you're gonna, like, suck on it and shit, and, but, it, yeah, it was not food at all. All right, I cleaned it up. Okay, well, but you're gonna be okay? Like, uh, what, what, how big was the scab? Do you, do you need stitches or anything, or you think you're gonna be okay? No, no, so, yeah, so I was doing this uh, weird camping thing over the weekend, and there was just tons of bugs, so I got like bug bites all over me. I don't even know what kind of, I never even saw any bugs, homie. Like, I don't know if they were mosquitoes or like, uh, chinches or, you know, the no CMs or horse flies or what, but I was just covered in, in bug bites and scabs like all over my legs and my fingers. I don't know, homie. So you, you went on a camping trip, Squeezy? Where, where was this camping trip? I was out in, uh, uh Oregon between Portland and the coast. Uh, just kind of out in the woods with some homies. Uh, like we didn't have any cell service or anything like that. And I was, you know, I was hoping it would be like a, a chill time to just kind of disconnect because I like to uh, get away from technology and everything. Um, right. You know, every once in a while just to kind of like reset. 
But yeah, dog, like, if you try to, like, free tip, if you're trying to reset, do not do it in the middle of swarms of bugs. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds bad. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm kind of surprised you brought that up or it, it's a, it's a little serendipitous. I'm actually planning a trip just like that. I did one last August. I'm doing another one here at the end of the month. Uh, and I'm hoping I don't run into the bug situation that you did, man. I, I, I it, so you got scabs on your fingers is, was, and you said bites all over your whole body. You got scabs everywhere. Like, like, are you going to be okay? Yeah. So- uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure it'll be fine unless I got like you know malaria and shit. But like right. there's there's like this one patch on my uh, left calf that's just it looks like a bunch of tiny little dots. Like I don't even know what kind of creature can create that mess. So it looks like um like somebody just took like a needle and poked me a bunch of times, but it's all like welty and shit. Like because there's like you know bug venom in there, and so it's like all puffed up and like I just I, it's a lot right now, Johnny. I'm gonna be honest with you. Man, but that sounds are, awful. Are you? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a fact of life. You just well, every once in a while, you're just gonna itch. Yeah. Um, are you going camping in, in California? Because like I've been camping there, and there's really not so many bugs, so you, you're probably gonna be safe. Oh yeah, I am gonna be in California. Thanks. Yeah, I'm gonna be uh, uh, probably the backside of Yosemite. That's where I went last year. I think that's probably where we're gonna go again. Yeah, I don't. I, I've never been there, but I mean, it seems like the kind of place that's like too hard for bugs to even pronounce. So they're probably not going to be there, dog. <laughs> I oh, uh, last last year I got unscathed uh, pretty well, but you know we'll see. So knock on wood there. Um, but the the bite you're describing on your calf, it, it, it's now Thursday. It, it, has it gotten worse? Has it gotten better? I, I'm I'm starting to get a little concerned for you here, Squeezy. It's it's been enough days. Maybe you need to have someone take a look at that. No, it's, uh, it's definitely not infected. Like, I've had staph uh, infections before, and this is definitely not it. Like, I'm not concerned at all. Like, I've definitely had skin infections, and shit was just like, I straight up, like, it was like, I need to take a knife to this and get, get that gunk out of there. But I'm not worried about it this time. Like, the redness is mostly gone. The swelling is mostly gone. It's just still itches a lot. Um, so I think, I figure like within a day or two, I'll, I'll probably be a hundred percent again, at least in terms of my skin quality. Okay. Well, I'm glad, but I, you seem to be an expert having had staff, uh, several times. How are, where are you I, going that you're getting I grew up staff? in Florida, dog. I grew up in Florida. Okay. Like, I, like you, so it, it's like, it stacks on top of each other. So if you're in Florida and Florida people know this shit, like, you it, you get all of them at once. So like you get bitten by some like like a giant water bug, like gives you a, a nasty bite, and then then you got the bite with the venom in it, and then that gets infected, uh, and then you go swimming in the canal and you get like amoebas in there and shit. Holy, it, it's like a triple stack of just disgusting infections. So you know, I kind of I'm not gonna say that like it made me like immune to that kind of stuff, but I just know the difference between a nasty bug bite and something that's going to make you lose like a quarter inch out of your skin flesh and the doctor's going to have to like cut it out and sew it up and give you antibiotics like i can just eyeball it and tell immediately if i'm going to be in trouble shit well that's a that's a good skill to have if you're out there uh camping a lot this is, and you said you like to uh disconnect is is this something you uh you like to do every 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 so often just because you know you are you are you know you're a celebrity um out there putting out your videos on tiktok and instagram and the tour you got going now you're 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 a video celebrity um how 
you're constantly on social media trying, you know, uh, uh, putting yourself out there. Is that why you you feel you need this uh, disconnect every once in a while? Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I feel like everybody needs to do that. Like, this this dude that I was talking to uh, a couple of months ago on the bus was telling me this whole thing about how. Uh, so he he was telling me he was um I don't know remember it was an anthro- anthropologist or something, uh where he studies people and he was literally telling me that uh like we have only evolved to basically handle dealing with like up to 150 people like we're not designed to handle more information than what we would get from like 150 people so like all of this like now we have access to all the craziest in the world and it just like scrambles our brains and shit but also at this so i was like damn that's some that's some wise shit but it also turned out that he was uh completely lying to me and was homeless and like tweak it out so that might not even be real information, but it made sense to me. What but Wait, wait, wait. When you, let's back up here. When you said you were on a bus, I assumed you meant like a tour bus because I, I know that you're out uh, uh, touring the world with the. Oh no, no, homie. The the thirty three bus down thirty ninth. Oh like, shit! Just a, and just that yeah, dude. Just a, and he told you it, it was down to a science of one hundred and fifty. Like that was the cutoff for everybody. Like it's one hundred and fifty, no more, no less. Yeah, it's basically like that's what our brain, because that's about the size of like a, a healthy village between like 80 and 150 people. And we're just not built to handle more information than that and more relationships than that. But now, you know, we've got this technology that just gives us access to everything in the world. So we see all the tragedies. We see all the craziness and it's like making our brains all messed up. But then also he started chewing out an aluminum can. So again, I don't know if this is valid information or if like this is just crazy talk. But it again, it made sense to me. Well, you know there there must be some sort of wisdom. I, I part of it makes sense. I'll, I'll be honest here, Squeezy. Part of it makes sense. You get overwhelmed. I think. Uh, I think the bottom line is that the you you can get overwhelmed by social media and all the information that's going on and trying to keep up with everybody. Um, so I think that part's right. Uh, I, I gotta say the, I mean, the biting aluminum can though, man, I, I don't know that I would, I would, I would take that advice to heart too, too much, you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of like a, a cutoff line for me. Like I, I see somebody start eating something that's not food and I start questioning their opinions. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's where, that's where, uh, shit usually goes arise when someone's chewing on something that's not theirs, but, uh, or not food rather. Um, but I wanted to ask a little bit more about this tour that you're on right now and how it's been going since we last talked, uh, you were getting ready to go out there and I think you posted something about asking, uh, a fan that you were taking a picture with to give you COVID so that you could just get it over with before you get out on this tour, right? Yeah, so I had uh, when when I was down at VidCon when we when we came out to your house, right? Obviously, everybody that was coming up and asking me for selfies, I was telling them like, please just breathe into my uh, into my mouth, um, like let's not let's not get crazy as you know spit in my mouth, but like if little pieces of spit come out while you're breathing, that's acceptable, and I just went down the line like twenty people in a row that wanted selfies. Just trying to get them to like get me COVID, and people were tagging me afterwards, saying like, "Well, I tested positive for COVID," and I'm like, "Cause I," and, and again, this isn't like you know, I'm not getting off on this shit. It's just 
I don't want to get COVID on tour. This is my first tour, homie. Like, imagine your right. first tour, Johnny, and you get sick like the first or second day. You got to cancel it. No, like, man. that's just like a nightmare scenario. So I was like, if I can get COVID before the tour and get it out of my system, like, do I want it? No. Do I need it? Yes. Mm. But I couldn't do it. And every single person I was even around and with even the, the homie that I was rooming with at the Airbnb got COVID and had to go to urgent care the day we got back to Portland. Not me, dog. Like, I, no symptoms. I tested, tested negative every single time. So either I'm like super, I got super blood, which could be possible with the amount of, you know, scabs that I got. Right. Or, you know, yeah, it's going to happen. I'm going to get COVID like the first or second date and like my life is going to be ruined. Well, two things on that. One, I definitely hope that that is not the case and we do not want that tour ruined. There's a lot of people. Uh, looking forward to uh, getting a chance to actually meet you and see you and have a conversation with you. And I know that uh, I know that would break a lot of hearts and your own. I mean, your first tour, you brought up the point. That would be devastating. Um, but I think you also brought up a good point. Maybe, just maybe, you've been through so much with uh, with, with those scabs and, and, and everything that, you know, maybe, maybe you are immune to it. I mean, have you, uh, over this entire time, uh, that we've been dealing with this coronavirus, uh, globally here, have you, uh, gotten vaccinated at all? Are you, uh, have you gotten sick at, at any point, uh, from the coronavirus? So yes and no. Yeah. I've uh, got my vaccinations. I got, uh, the booster shot, but no, I have not gotten sick. I'm the only person that I know and everybody I know got vaccinated. I'm the only person that I know that has not gotten COVID period. Wow. Like at this point, every single person I know, every person I've boned, like even the crazy dude eating a can on the bus was coughing and sniffling the whole time. So like, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, uh, not see an enemy, uh, anomaly. 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 You're, you're anomaly. Yeah. Well, a lot of people might say, you know, anomaly or you would, you, a lot of times, uh, if we go down the zombie route or uh, some other, other viruses, there is something called patient zero where you wouldn't actually have any, uh, of these, uh, side effects or positive tests or anything. You would just be, uh, carrying and a part of the virus. I don't know, dog. That sounds like something that, that a person that would chew on a can would say. <laughs> Bowie, Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs. But what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. I 
I mean, I, I, I'm not shooting on account currently, but uh, I, I, you know, uh, it, it's either here nor there. But it, it's it's possible. I, I don't know. Uh, if you, if you're, are you saying that just being patient zero is is not a possibility for you? No, I'm saying I, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Have you ever watched a, a zombie movie or or uh, or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I've seen tons of zombie movies, and they just you know like gobble people down and shit. Yeah, but what about like like, like uh, uh, what was the one World, uh, uh, World War Z where they had like they bring it back to to a patient uh, uh, zero or 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 a movie like Outbreak where they have the the origin of the virus uh, pinpointed. When we started talking about like origins and stuff, like I just want, I, I got one goal in mind when I watch a zombie movie. It's just, it's, it's to watch zombies eat people and watch people blow zombies up. Right. Well, I mean, that is, that is, that is something to, that, uh, to watch. And uh, no, hey, and no judgment. If you, if you're watching a zombie movie for the science, no judgment, homie, no shade. That's, that's all you and I respect your decision. <laughs> well, I guess you know what, Squeezy. When you put it that way, I'm not real. You know, watching a zombie movie for the science probably isn't the smartest thing. You, you, you've enlightened me today, and I appreciate that. What's something else that, like, what, what do you do uh, for recreation? What are you watching? What do you, what do you get into? Well, I just uh, finished the the new Stranger Things, and I don't, I don't even know, homie. Like, uh, half of the characters was just really whiny and annoying to me. I was like, God damn, like, I know y'all getting eaten by, like, ghost bats and shit, but, like, stop complaining. Um, but, like, I get it, you know, it's, like, terrifying times, and, you know, you're going to externalize that the, the best way that you can. But I was like, damn, everyone out here is whining a lot. Um, but also, like, you know, I'm watching Stranger Things, and it's like a movie, it's like a movie for children, but filled with, like, the worst horrible violence you've ever seen like it's like oh like all these kids are like building relationships and it's like a, a movie for teenagers and middle schoolers except like you know the bones break and their faces get ripped off and shit like i don't know it seemed like a weird mix to me oh i'm not sure that it was really made for children i i i don't think that that, that was ever the point right i mean I, I could see where the confusion gets in, though. But, I mean, for me, I, I, I kind of always knew it was a sci-fi horror um, uh, series. For But, like, if everyone in it is a kid, then you're just an adult watching, like, kids. I don't know. That's even creepier, homie. <laughs> yeah, I could see, I could see how... Uh, I mean, you're going down a dark path, though. I mean... I, I, I watched the show and I never really thought of it that way. And uh, that's know. all I could think about. I was like, damn, like I have a, like, you know, probably a third of every episode was some sort of like middle school drama. I was like, damn, I haven't thought about like that kind of awkwardness for 35 years. Why do they like put, you know, I'm not interested in this, but I guess it would make sense to like, you know, a uh, uh, 11 year old or 12 year old oh damn they just ripped his arms off like shit homie what that's that's a crazy combination right there like you know here's how you deal with uh awkwardness and you're you, i mean like i don't need like 20 minutes explaining how hard it is to have your first kiss like i went through that shit i want to be reminded of that so I, I, all i could think is like you know kind of giving the experience to young people watching so they could relate to something oh shit like this dude just got blown up 
Ah, wow. You you have a very different perspective of the show than I did, but I want to go back to something you just mentioned. Uh, you remember the awkwardness of your first kiss. Can you what what was that like for you? Fucking weird, Hobie, because so it was uh and and this was completely nobody planned this. I mean, I guess very few people actually plan their first kiss because I think a lot of times it's just, it's just something that just happens. You know, I think like when you're young, you have all these plans and like this fantasy of like, oh, this is like how I want my first kiss to be. But um, straight up, though, like it just came as a surprise because, you know, I always would kiss my granny on the cheek. And then one time she just turned her head at the last second in a weird way, straight up kissed on the lips, homie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So your first kiss was with your grandmother? I mean, I didn't enjoy it. No, I didn't. I'm just, I'm just asking the question first. And it was your first kiss. Yeah, like grandmother was an open mouth. Yeah, because we were both breathing hard, so she turned her head just at the last second, and our mouths were open, and it was like, and you don't know, like usually when it's your first kiss, you don't realize if that's the way it's supposed to be because you got nothing to compare it to. But as I've gotten older, I was like, damn, like our lips locked, like her upper lip was above my upper lip and her lower lip was between my upper lip and lower lip and we straight up locked like tongues didn't touch or anything like that but we definitely felt each other spit okay so wait wait, wait. why were you breathing heavy that close to your grandmother's face because we were all playing in the puddles and eating fudgesicles you were playing in the puddles and eating fudgicles. So this is this was in Florida, homie. So like, yeah, we had this tradition. Like every time there was a thunderstorm, uh, like as soon as the thunderstorm finished, the street would be filled with puddles, and Granny would give me a uh, fudgicle, and we would go out and splash in the puddles. Well, I mean, I, I that that explains why you'd be breathing heavy, uh, and then, but going in for a kiss, man. I mean, that is a very that's an odd first kiss, I have to say. Uh, I, it begs. The I mean, question. I agree hundred percent. That's. I mean, I'm. It, it makes me want to know more, though, Squeezy. I, I got asked the question: When did you lose your virginity, and what was that like? So, I, that's something that's kind of kind of personal and private to me because, I mean. I guess it wasn't really that personal private because everyone on the bus saw it, but I don't, you know, other than that, yeah, other than that, like 30 people, other than the 30 other kids that were on there, kids, you know, nobody else needs to know. And hey, I'll say kid, like basically anybody under the age of 20 is a kid to me. You know, I wasn't, I'm not talking like, you know, like I was a young kid and we were both the same age and shit, but like, yeah, it was, and the bus driver, I swear to God, homie, I made eye contact with the bus driver, like, looking in the rearview mirror. I don't think he knew what was going on, but I still made eye contact with him when, you know, the was volcano the, erupted, but. When the volcano erupted, are you talking about, you made eye contact with him mid-coitus? I, whatever, yeah. So that's, that's, I'm sorry, that's, that's, uh, that's when you were having an orgasm, when you were, when you were coming. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, straight up, homie, like, eyes locked, bus driver, you know, stay. he knew something was happening and because all the kids were screaming, like, ah, you know, go, go, go. Uh, oh, you were getting cheered so, on? Like, you were getting cheered on? Oh, hell yeah, dog. Was this a school bus, by the way, or was this a public bus? Oh, it was a school bus, homie. 
Wow. So the school bus driver, who's is, is this like the daily bus driver? Are you guys on the way to uh to uh uh, uh, uh what do you call those? Yeah. Uh, school. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So daily, daily to school, not just like out on a uh, uh, when they take you to like the museums or something. Why am I drawing a blank? Um, a field trip. There oh, we field, go. like a field trip. It wasn't no, a field this trip. Was, this this was, was like the day. So this is your daily bus driver that you saw every day uh, to and from the bus, and you lock eyes with him right when it right when the magic's happening. Uh, her. But her. yes. Okay. And was this? Would you would you describe this bus driver to me? Was she? Would you consider her attractive? Um, not really. Like, think of. I'm trying to say this in a way, like, because I'm missing. I'm not, and it's not just because, like, you know, people are like, oh, woke or whatever. Yeah. I want to be a kind, good person, so I don't want to just say like. Oh, the bus driver was like a you know a fat slob. Right. So like, let's say like um, uh, round and really enjoyed crumbs. Okay, okay, okay. I, I I think you're painting the picture here for me. So you're 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 on the bus ride to school uh, on the way to or from. Which oh, he's on he's on the way to because so the girl who I had had a crush on for a long time, she was like, hey. Do you want to wake and bake? And so that tells you how stupid kids are because, you know, we both thought wake and bake meant like have sex in the morning on our way to school. Like we didn't even know that, you know, that that had something to do with like smoking weed in the morning. Right. That was just some rumor that was passed around like, oh, you know, Sarah is, is wake and baking with John, you know? And so we just thought that that meant like, you know, have sex in the morning on the, on the way to school. Wow. Okay, so the lingo hadn't gotten to your school. Okay, continue. You're on your way to school. You're going to do a wake and bake with this girl. Yeah, she's like, you want to do a wake and bake? I was like, I guess. And so, yeah, I mean, that was basically it. We just started pounding, and and that was pretty much it, homie. Wow. And locking eyes with a bus driver. I mean, that is a very, that's a very interesting uh, first time, man. Thank you for sharing. And I know you said But here's the thing, personal. like, everybody, like, Everybody on the bus, you know, we, this is this is high school, so you know everybody's about the same age, right? And you know, it, it, there was nothing weird going on at all. Well, nothing weird aside from the fact that it was, you know, I, I understand what you mean. It was it wasn't weird in the sense of uh, 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 sagittory or anything like that. Everyone was of 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 age and consensual, but it is weird. I got to be honest, Squeezy, to have sex on a on a school bus. Well, I mean, what happened? What, what was your first time, homie? Uh, my first time, I believe, uh, I was, uh, it was consensual, but I was under the age of eighteen um, with uh, with my uh, high school girlfriend. And what uh, school bus was it? Oh, it was not a school bus. I, I squeezy. I, 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 it was, it was in my bedroom. That's kind of boring. I know. That's right. I don't. I don't have that great of a story. Like, I mean. Most people's first time aren't on a school bus. I mean, I, unless you got a lot of friends, you got a lot of friends that have uh, interesting stories like that about their first time. Um, no, I guess now that I think about it, like I don't know a single other person that did on school bus. You're the first for me, dude. That's a, that's a first for me hearing that story. Yeah, I would. I definitely would not recommend it. You know, the the bench seat, like the bench seat, doesn't have any give. There's no recline or anything, and like. You know, you're using your backpack as a shield just to basically protect, like, you know, 
people from seeing the full situation. And so then you got like you backpack full of books and shit just bouncing up and down on your junk. Like I, it, it was not pleasurable, homie. Yeah, well, I mean, pleasurable enough that you were able to to finish while staring at the bus driver. So that's. I mean, only at that age, I was able to finish inside of an eggplant if I was desperate enough. <laughs> I guess that's fair to say. You know, at, at a at an early age, it's uh, it's easier set. It's easier to uh, to be pleased. But uh, you know how it goes, homie. At that age, it ain't even up to you. It's up to the penis. Right. I mean, well, <laughs> some would say that just continues on with you. You know what I mean. I guess, homie. <laughs> well, Squeezy, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you, catching up with you, man. Um, I, I got to get out to one of these uh, these these shows. Or what, what exactly is it that you're doing on this tour? Uh, I know that you're coming out uh, and and meeting with some of your fans from online, and it's uh, your your first time uh, uh, doing something like this. Your first tour. What what can people expect from this, man? So basically, like I have, it's a it's a kind of an interactive adventure where I've got uh, a bunch of my stories, and so you know, I, you know, people are like, oh my god, you tell the craziest stories, but then I like show proof. Obviously, I don't have like you know photographic proof of me on the school bus um, for obvious reasons. Yeah, or that homie for sure. But like pretty much every story that you know that I tell on TikTok and all that kind of stuff, I have like videos backing it up and pictures. So I've got like a full-on um, projector that you know I tell the stories and you see like you know the full experience from like pictures that happened while it was going on, and I get people up on stage and it's really interactive. It's basically just like partying with your boy Squeezy Jibs. And having a good time, and so uh, yeah, dude, I would I would love to put you on the guest list for um, either L.A. or San Diego, whichever one works best for you. Yeah, man. Well, let me let me check the calendar. Let me check that. Uh, let me check out those dates. Where where can everyone find their dates for uh, city uh, near them again? I mean, you can just go to squeezylive.com. Okay. And it's twenty. We're doing twenty cities across the country, um, and it starts uh, Sacramento August first. And then goes all the way through August and September. So, East Coast, West Coast, Midwest uh, legs of the tour. And again, squeezylive.com, and all the information is on on there. All right, man. I'm definitely gonna head over to squeezylive.com and uh, see which one of those shows I can make it out to. And I will text you. I uh, appreciate you uh, uh, offering that to me. I just wanted to let you know real quick on some of those stories uh, that we talked about when you were on the episode. I did reach back out to Chad from Mudvayne. And uh, he said, "He said everything's cool, man. I uh, just wanted to let you know that." Oh, I, I appreciate that. Again, he blocked me a long time ago, so thank you for uh, you know bridging that bridging that gap for me. Yeah, no, no worries, man. All good. Um, again, just wanted to thank you for the time, man. I'll let you get back to uh, uh, taking care of those bites and those sores. And uh, yeah, I hope you have a good rest. I'm of the gonna day. be honest, dog. I've been bleeding this whole time, so I needed it's all over the, the bed and everything. So I gotta take care of this shit. Yeah, man, you go take care of that, and we'll talk again soon, brother. Thanks, homie. All right, later. Well, that was an interesting chat to say the least with uh, my friend Squeezy Jibs. Uh, man, he's he had some insightful things to say there. Uh, man, I did not know that he would had first kissed his grandmother then lost his virginity on the school bus then called me out i mean man his story is much better than mine obviously um 
geez, uh, I don't even know what else to say this time after that conversation. Uh, you know, looking at science for uh, looking for science rather from a zombie movie. I mean, he's got he's got some great valid points, and uh, now I'm going to have to go contemplate my life. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and uh, until next time, as always, cheers. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!